the issues that are affecting us for the day. That's what we aim to be. Pineapple on pizza. Really want, really want to push us as people towards thinking more openly. Welcome back to another episode of Hot Tits, Corey. Thanks. That was a lot so Cynicism in here Draw you know? the, audience, the, the audience Didn't ever know Will precede this Thick in the air The tone set Exactly it just, That's just Because you're that's, that's me stalking your juices though. Again, Exactly you, again, So right, okay, right, right Exactly Host this program yeah, Edgy As it know? needs to be hosted mm. <laughs> <Can> you, <sl> <laughs> <laughs> you know Welcome back to the show you know you, Corey, Sandy Ford, political analyst. Thanks, analyst, analyst, yeah, analyst. We have a new analyst and coming talking about politics and Derek. Exactly. No, we're not. Well, uh, kind of sort of the, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, politics. So um, it'd be half a political analyst everything? and then half or whatever the fuck. Exactly. Funny <laughs> 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 agenda. Yes. So um, I want to talk about a number of topics today. Okay. I want to talk about edge of my seat. <laughs> The new medical marijuana situation in Barbados, particularly with respect to the Big Mike video. I want to talk about these wildcat strikes in the hospitality industry <coughs> and uh, the government's response to that. I just want to lightly touch on that because I feel like we have a lot of ground to cover. No comment. <laughs> and I also want to touch on the fact that the U.S. elections are still going on and Trump hasn't conceded and it feels like it's been just... Groundhog Day is like every day. You saw that meme with that movie where the guy keeps getting up and it's the same thing over again. And somebody I haven't seen the meme, but I know the movie. Right. So somebody um interspersed it with um the elections and it was like, you know, another day. Congratulations again to Joe Biden for winning, you know. <laughs> so it feels like it's just been going and going and going. I was gonna tell you that I feel like that whole topic feels like a stale fart in a room and it in like Disappearing, ain't disappearing at all. Open the level of the air because imagine we would do the last. If you pay attention, news that is exactly. Okay, I try not to know because it just feels like it's Trump and elections and everything. We were talking about that two weeks ago, doing a pod on that specifically two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, and we still here yesterday. I see on the news, Supreme Court strikes no appeal to whatever I forget the word. I know that they're using for Trump things, and he's like, still, still. That's and still then happening. No, it was even seeing now that they say now that this was on Twitter yesterday that there's this whole thing going on because the Texas Attorney General now he was looking to um he found the he filed something with the Supreme Court now um to contest the election results in those background states like Georgia and Pennsylvania and those. And then like how Texas get into this? Like but apparently he filed something with the Supreme Court and then they're saying that other states are going to join in and they're trying to predict which other ones, like Missouri and whoever else, to say that the election results in these states have irregularities and things are wrong and blah, 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 and da, 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 and that to overturn those elections results. I, I just want to say more power to Joe Biden whenever he does finally become president, and I'm still getting accustomed to that term president-elect Joe Biden. President-elect. Like, I, I, sorry, I just still to this day think of Joe Biden as a political shite home, and I just never thought. I who who would have thought you would have ever seen the day that Joe Biden. Joe would be Biden. President? It seemed like you, such you a remember long when shot. he he um was not even the presidential campaign, but before he became nominee. You remember when that seemed as though it was dead in the water? Yes. Because those first couple um, primaries or whatever they were, 
he was like he came in third or or fourth. He was coming in late, so they were like they had expected him to come in first. And he was coming in low, so it was like, all right, Joe looks. After a certain point, they were like, it looks like he's gonna drop out. He doesn't have enough donors. He doesn't have enough whatever. It was some kind of voters, super pack voters, or what the fuck yeah, ever it is. Man win one, right? Or two in a row. Um, and Bernie had like fifty at the time and stuff like that. So it was like from then the man went clear. But at the time, the conversation this was like last March, hmm. twenty nineteen. I I think the conversation at the time was like, you know, um, he campaigned lots enthusiasm and. Um, he seemed tired. Right. You know how all the talk now about he going into this campaign, but right. how, uh, not the campaign, sorry, the presidency, but how <laughs> whether or not the man could live before you. Right. Which I think is so dark. It's, it's so like people. <laughs> t- people talking about Kamala, Kamala becoming president. President Kamala, President Harris, you know, what would she be, 48? <laughs> I never, I never, I never saw hilarious, a like, And they were saying, there was a meme that had me crying for days. There's, a, a gift for her waving her hand at a crowd and putting her hand on her heart and somebody was saying that's what's gonna happen when she has to send him off <laughs> i did the dementia only open people so sending him along to the home when he got alzheimer's <laughs> people are doing the okay, denizens dark. of the internet don't dark don't ease them. dark dark i just make any dark. point that President-elect Joe Biden, let me get accustomed to saying it because the media has got accustomed to saying it because to me no over the last couple of weeks, once the transition started or somewhere thereabouts, the conversation I saw coming out in the media, media started to focus more on what Biden is doing mm-hmm. and less on what Trump is doing. Um, because at the end of the day, Trump is I kind of not is like repetition of the same yeah. thing. And I read a very cynical take on it, which you know y'all, you know you always appreciate because always, we tend always, to go with always. the most cynical take. Yes, always. Uh, if it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, believe it. But um, it was saying that President Trump, what his game really is by keeping forcing this issue is to raise, continue to raise campaign funds. Because as I understand it, once he doesn't concede, he can he can continue to stay right. in campaign mode and receive donations to his campaign. And this is towards having money when he becomes a regular citizen right. to fight his legal cases. Because I heard that they were saying that people were donating to this fund that he has set up for the legal battles. But then they were saying the, the funds are not going to um, like Trump's campaign or anything like that. They were either going to either the RNC or going to Trump himself. So Trump was pocketing, let's say, about 50, over 50 percent of the money. And they were saying, like, I think this would have been last week. He had pocketed about 200 million dollars, like ridiculous amounts of money. At the same time, they were saying that he has legal battles coming up. Once he becomes president, it's like people just waiting like a barracuda under yes. the reef to catch yes. heat because it was established by the justice department that once he is president he is immune because that, that had been the person established i think slightly before the Mueller thing or that was the whole conversation around the Mueller investigation is he immune from prosecution while in office so they have managed to establish that but now it was like them like especially staying in new york just saying oh waiting for he just Counting down days, just mm-hmm. waiting for you to die January twenty first, and I can go and then go drop things on he. I don't feel he can see a day of jail time. I don't believe so. He, why am I even putting jail in the conversation? If if they manage to get some money out of he, I think they will have done well. Yeah. But even so, that would tend I don't to be quiet. knowing the way that things go, things that have gone. Like I, w- I, d- <laughs> I don't think that if they would get he would see a day of jail. 
he will see a day of anything, any remorse, because the conversation has been coming has been coming out already, where people are saying that they don't um, that they should Biden should pardon him, and articles are being written, and of course, cynical well, people are arguing are, are are questioning whether he can pardon himself. Yeah, activity before you, you he saw that, office. that he's gonna pardon himself. Then they were saying the president can't pardon himself, so another theory was being floated that he's gonna step down. Let Mike Pence take over and let Mike Pence pardon him, <laughs> and that was like this time so what this that, that we living in exactly. This I was like, I so didn't see this. it coming, didn't think of that, but anything is possible in this year, you know. I I started off talking about Biden to say that I take my hat off this man when you like the way the issues are lining up themselves, the vagaries of them, the overlaps, the the contradictions in terms of. People who want this, people who want that, the questions on the table, the issues in Congress, mm, and the way mm. them can play out with Democrats versus Republicans. I like more power to you, dude. More power, like, yeah. You come in in a time, you would have thought Obama was bad if you could jump in a time, time machine and go back to 2008, but. And like this, like got, this. But then he'll steep, so it's like, <coughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he clocks out before. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that thing. And on top of all of that, he got these motherfucking. Trump supporters to deal with. Deal with. You got 74 you know million Americans. A Trump to deal supporter with. is. Yeah. I like a hardcore Trump supporter, and I convince even the ones on the fringes, there are people who want short term solutions to long term problems. Yes, 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 yes. And don't want to hear anything else that exists outside of their biases. Because when I look at the things that Trump has pulled out of, um, the things that he seeks to put a stop to and start his own thing, it's always a situation where. Is short term is make America great again. Yeah. Make it appear that America could be this when rain and truth is a much bigger conversation exactly. to be had. Like if you pull out of the Paris climate agreement, like what is that gonna mean for the world? What is that gonna mean for the US? 15, 20 years from now, it appears to be good no, because you're putting people back in coal factories or whatever it is. Right. But then <sighs> you end up speeding up climate change and the whole climate movement, and then you have states like on the other side who the water level is rising for them and eradicating their towns. There's there's a picture I saw of um, <clears throat> these houses on a cliff. And it's like, these would have been probably about 10, 20 years ago, prime beachfront houses, mm -hmm. like prime great views. They're big houses, but obviously climate change has come around and the cliff has eroded. So then you have these beautiful houses perched precariously on the end of a cliff, like the land eating away from under them. So it's like these people have to evacuate because you don't know when a piece of dirt can move and your house can fall so, down. So, but what I'm saying is that the any day Biden gets in, we've we've most of us have accepted no, he'll be president. Mm -hmm. If a these, civil these war people, doesn't break out, right? That's right. another um, thing being floated. That I find it's really just so crazy. I, I was hearing about that months ago that people were fearing the worst. I mean, like, at yeah. the civilian level, like, you know, I never watched the Purge movies, but yeah. I have a sense oh, yeah, I watched about. one last year in January. Uh, people are fearing that kind of behavior. People yeah. are buying guns. Yeah. Black people are buying guns. stockpiling, yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, these people continue to exist, mm -hmm. and you and I were having a conversation off air a couple of weeks ago about mm -hmm. whether Trump becomes... Uh, okay, so they finally put him out of office. This is what a lot of people wanted to see. But... Is what 80 million Americans vote for, but um, does he become Obi Wan Kenobi? Are you right, uh, more mm -hmm. more powerful in death than he, <laughs> than he ever was in life, or whatever that line was. Hey, no, right? Yeah, that. Does Trump become that? I mean, because now 
in a sense, he's able to make even more of a nuisance of himself. It's like um, Nigel Farage from the UK. Like yeah. He was out of office and he became an even more powerful version of himself. And that's saying he all over the place, you throwing rallies. I can see that mm-hmm. Trump rallies still going on because he loves the attention, narcissism, and then he loves the money because these people are. I mean, if you get a thousand people to dump five, ten, twenty dollars, twenty five, you're making a whole set of money, and that's just oh, say yeah. one rally. He, he's a man who he's smart enough to not come out and say something that could cause him to be charged. Yeah, but he will ask questions. He will leave questions in the air. Yeah, that these. The fucking people, honestly, it like riles them up. All yeah. of these gives fire to all of these like white supremacist groups and all these kind of people. So and just all them, the pro boys, all of them, all the white supremacist groups will still back him. So it would be the same thing. And I could see him speaking the same thing Obama did, speaking for Wall Street people, doing these big expensive speeches for like two hundred thousand dollars, speaking at I sure universities and everything like that will want oh, yeah. to have him to speak. So I I sure that. He said to make a bag out of office, but mm-hmm. again, it is all <coughs> within whether he survives them legal challenges. And then I heard that he also has debts that are equal to like four hundred and forty-five right. million dollars. Media can be all true, all there. over that. And then who knows what other state actors might appear to claim the debts. It was said that um, different banks have hold the debts, and who knows what direction that might turn him in. But you know what this conversation is that we are having, right? Is that? If you just watch any gritty, dark TV shows, like as in the vein that I like them, it's always be like, you know, the season has progressed. You can got 10 episodes and it starts out with a problem, logically. And by the end of the season, you kind of like move towards this happy ending where the problem gets solved. But then you get that last montage where it shows you <laughs> that when just when you thought the problem was solved, solved. all of these other situations now starting to play out that yeah. will be that much worse. Yeah. Just when you thought your life was going to be happy, you yeah. have, this feel, thing, good, have this feel good. Have this good. It'll be good. It'll be this post-Trump era. It'll be the Trump glow. All gone. We won. And everything will be good forever yeah, and exactly. ever. Yeah, Rainbow in the sky. Something so. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see it. Once he gets out of the office, he will become an even bigger problem and, and morph into, who knows, or even another character. Yeah, bigger problems. Yeah, I think. because I think that they've what people were on the fringes, as somebody pointed out, these people were on the fringes all the time, but he has emboldened them in a different way. And now they have all come forward. And now that they're out in the spotlight, they don't intend to go back. They, he, he has convinced them that he has been cheated. Yeah. And they have been cheated by extension because yeah. they wanted him. He's that's their guy, as they said. There's no other politician like him that come along and talk to them the way he yeah, has. And you and I were talking way. off here about how. To me, you don't just convince a person like that easy so that um, the system is cheating them. These are people who did not believe in the system yeah. to start with. So it's that much worse now. You even drive them out to vote. And people that weren't voting before and now record numbers come out to vote. It's like you really have them caught. you know, And they really believe in this man. So it's like what is going to happen afterwards? Yeah. Like, even though they're talking about partisanship and things moving further and further and people become more and more polarized. But it's like... And no, I hear Biden and them talking about reaching across the aisle and huh. meeting people in the middle. You know, it's like there's people that was praying outside election stations when there was um, like, doing this and praying uh, towards the election stations to try and get the result that they wanted. Like, like I know, like you, you reach across the aisle to them, right? What What, what are you reaching across the aisle? Those are not rational people. <laughs> there was a, a picture I had put up. No, I didn't put it. That a meme I have shared from that girl, Chelsea. I think her name is. Uh, that black girl comedian. Cheska Lee. There we go, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. She had a picture of um, 
it was like, why can't we all get along? And it's on one side, you got the police, the KKK, and like one of those redneck, the America wearing, with America great again, wearing hats and guns. And then the other side, you have like black people, the LGBT, you know, trans people, like minorities who are vulnerable. And it's like, what aisle are we reaching across? It's, it's not that like we have a difference of opinion, like pineapple on pizza, exactly, or avocado Excuse on pizza, me. or avocado toast. Raisins and conkeys. You want yeah, raisins and conkeys. <laughs> you want to fucking kill me? Like, <laughs> Where's the common ground? Where's the common ground? You want to exterminate me? What's, what's I, I am a problem for you, and you are a problem for me. That's right. By so. existence. <laughs> you, you can't my existence. We don't just disagree. <laughs> you want to kill me? There's no... Can't even agree to disagree. So where, I wonder where that would leave America. That's American problem. So <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I started off your show. I'm sure you start wanting to do with Barbados first and move out. Yes, I know, right? Because that out. was my and last point. Then even that point even spawned in and of itself and cycled up and stuff like that. Uh, it is because in as much as I, we could see it as an American problem, I also remember that so many of us have families over there. I have people that we love over yep. there, friends and stuff like that. So. And as much as it's easy to distance ourselves from it, it's like, you know, these people are the vulnerable groups that will be hurt. Like, those people, black, brown people, more than any other rich white American. Like, you had to watch The Purge, but The Purge, it focused on a rich white family, but they were able to lock down their houses only because of stupidity, really, that the house got breached. But, yeah, they were able to lock it down. I mean, it was saving a black they man against Yeah, they had the means and the wherewithal mm. and the big intelligence security system and all that. Mm. Privilege. I know, privilege. But <coughs> that was not the start that I wanted. That but, you know, yeah, exactly. You're a matter. Obnoxious people. You know, we really want to start with is, um, you know, he's got these little points, these little hot takes. Ah, yeah, sorry. I start you off on US elections and we just you went, know, right? we just went down the road. I, Kendall Hill. The NTW. I I hope that somebody. <laughs> How long ago we recorded and you talked about that? that was right, month, that was a month ago. It got worse. Oh. Like, they, the, a big fucking trench. Don't pass on there. It's like you playing. I can't call it whack a mole, it, but it's like whack a mole. But instead, it holds in the road and you're doing that and you dodging them. No whack a moles, but somebody used to describe oh, it since car park. Whack a mole. Mm-hmm. Not you know the game where you hit the mole that comes oh, oh, the whack a mole. Uh-huh. There we go. So they're like. Potholes? Yes, mm-hmm. they're not potholes. Like Kendall Hill is, these are trenches. I'm not joking. People have dug up the roads so that you are constantly swerving. And this has been like this from about October. And it's right in front of Adrian Ford office. And I just, I speak <laughs> going down there and I, I I'll go down there every day and I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I don't pass out there. Where don't I, pass out Where there. I do pass is West Coast Highway 1. Oh, Lord. I don't have a pass out there. But you know what that road, that, that stretch of road, you know what goes on down there. Yeah. Right? That's where the tourists are. Yeah. That's where the land that belongs, has foreign ownership is. So I'm interested to see how long that, that road takes up. to get You fixed. know that way people can start to kick During, up. As opposed to the one that you're talking Because you have to go up. Um, I hear you have to go down that road. You have past Payne's Bay. You have to turn up Holder's Hill. No, yep. you can't go down. Yep. Last That's crazy. Older, yeah. I know you traffic out there must be stink on a morning and evening. Uh, I, I would pass on the weekends. I, I haven't been down there. I've only seen somebody putting up pictures. Mm. And I've been like, but Kendall Hill is And his left car stink too. And the what? His left car stink like if the rain fall and you go wet. It's very gravel. And can I hear that about the, the things just don't make any sense. Like there was a pothole, not a pothole, it was a trench. So it was lined off at the top of the hill. So you got to overtake the trench. 
is the top of a hill. It's a blind, like you can't see what's coming. The uh, amazing fact is that no accidents occur that I knew of. You got me here, no. It's madness, and then you <laughs> going down. Like it's not everybody could drive. It's absolute, absolute, absolute craziness. I just and I try to at Peter Phillips on Twitter, but I don't. Don't he checks it, you know. <laughs> I mean, he follows me, but and that Does was every since from better been when he was. His social media management follows you. That's true. He seemed to be somebody who opinion matters. But uh, in twenty fourteen, he seemed to actually be. He know how to like deal with he when time come. <laughs> Sorry, it's just how my mind works. Cynical, <laughs> disgusting victimization. <laughs> <laughs> Political victimization. Yes. Yes. Peter Pete won't do that to me, man. What? All right. It's who is he? He um do good. Um, Ministry of Transport and Works. Yeah. I didn't do good. Was I think do good got moved? But I can't remember where he landed. Then he do something all day. That's all this thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't want to take it too long. That it's Very a fucking well. road, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just a road that needs fixing. Maybe Adrian Ford could do something. He's environment. Jesus Christ! Like down there, it's horrible. You That's know. your rep. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? You're supposed to be able to talk to these people. Not that I would, but you know. You I know, can. right? I should be able to call you up and say 40. We're getting on many. I see you holding forth. I don't know. We talked about that already. You're holding <laughs> forth on the environment. Uh, yeah. He did a good job on the environment. I would give him that. He's done a very good job. We will see. We will see how it turns out. Um, I wanted to talk on crumbs. Mm-hmm. Crumbs, the new thing on the block, the boy du jour, you know? It's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. thing that is on everybody's Expanding lips. Expanding in a recession. I know. Apparently, I suppose the best thing I saw Jeremy Stevens, I think, talk about it. Stevens, Stevens, whatever. But he, Stephen, there we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw him talking about how it is that now is the time that you expand because there's not less money available, there's more money pooled into a smaller size. people. Places, right, yes, exactly. So he was like, now is the good time. He applauded. Richer. It. Yeah. Just show me how much fucking flower business is. That's <laughs> what show me. I mean, start a food business and do well, and you can start seeing it. Blow up. Like, I just, I'm impressed. It's really, and I think that they also suffer from the same success that Shafat has, where Beijing's like, they suffer from it? something. Yes, yeah, suffer from it. word, but I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, once. You know, once an idea drops into the popular minds of people and it's like everybody has to comment on it, everybody has to say something it's like Shafat with the cars. So then people, random people are just doing videos of like, I see the Shafat car. And then like they... So then was getting all the advertising. Uh, exactly. I think Crumbs gets that. Because like when the Crumbs at the airport appeared, somebody took a picture of it. The one in St. Lawrence got that appeared. Somebody took a picture of it. I saw the one in Sheraton from a picture. The one in uh, like... They have a fast food that will let know. I saw a picture on really? that on Twitter, yeah. In Albany Fairchild Street. <laughs> I know, right? Fast food. A fast food is called Crispy. It sells chicken and chips and stuff like that. It's actually pretty good. I want to try it. I want to do a, fla- a movie flash forward of five years and see what's going on with <laughs> all these things that we're talking about. If Crumbs Raveling Shafat, no, you know? Basically. <laughs> or if, I would like, like see you that. know, if some cataclysmic event took place and you're seeing these crumb signs, <laughs> my, my imagination is just... Right? Just crumb signs down. hanging on the side <laughs> of the building and that type of thing, you know? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I, that's, that's, that's interesting. I didn't know about the fast food one. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people know about it. I had never seen it anywhere else. Exit was same as me. I had to venture into town to find out. But it was like, it was pretty good. I got to applaud them for providing employment in the recession. 
I hear got all kind of thoughts going through my head, but I nobody entertained me for life. Exactly, like, oh, nobody ain't so. swimming for life. So I ain't even touching on them thoughts. Money blowing up like that, money like go is be like, hmm, that's interesting. Mm, right? Why do you appear to have unlimited money to spend? <laughs> expansion costs money. Bring a lot of money. But, you know. What somebody said is that maybe a lot of the expansion is franchising. People just buy the crumbs. Yeah, name. fair enough. They, they have a central location, ship out to people. People take a cut of the profits, mm. whatever have you. Because I'm sure, again, like I say, one pop up somewhere, everybody like, hey, look at this here. It seemed like a relatively simple business plan to me. Like, yes. It, makes, um, it almost makes you wonder why somebody in managed to come along and do it before. Wait, it wasn't done before. It's, it's so crazy. And then at the same time, I still think that there's a lot of untapped potential, especially in the realm of like social media. I don't even know if Crumbs has like an Instagram page, a Facebook page. You can Not imagine that. possible they must have at this stage but that is it's a record expansion i just go to like you can even have a crumbs food tour i even go to the airport one just for kicks just for fucking shit and giggles because it's right there in the center do all the different crumbs location you can fucking go around the whole island doing like hey let's go to this crumbs and let's you make a day of it yeah exactly you know Give them free advertising. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think that that is what I mean when they suffer from success. Like they've gotten so much free advertising from people just, and just by people talking about it and hyping it more and more, and then it gets bigger and bigger because people are like, well, what is this? I think I, I got caught up into it when I went. I was like, I got fast food. Let me go down and see this fast food. No, it was pretty good, actually. Them could encourage people to go on, tr- on crumbs tours and get the winner that of the videos that are created pre-flower for a year. Some some shit like that. They people could do like that. even like banks had this um, Independence Village Trail. This card that you get from them, you go around to different shops, and every shop will have a unique stamp. You get the card stamp. I think it was like 12, 10, 12, or was it eleven um, stamps that you'd get, and then you redeem it at banks, and you win a grand prize, or you win like. Two free cases of beer, you win an umbrella, or this and that, a whole set of stuff they were giving you. Like but you post your stuff on IG or something like that? No, you just go and you just go around, you get stamp and go in. So, like, imagine if Crumbs was to emulate that model and said, go to these 10, 11 different crumb shops and. <laughs> just picturing some Crumbs management body watching this pod and just. Ah, mm, oh, <laughs> yeah, people's. I got friends that's complaining to me all the time and be like, you it's talk too this. fucking much. Yeah. Right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they just be like, you just get ideas. They just be tweeting shit. And then it's come and mess me on WhatsApp and be like, stop, bro, stop. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's feel like that possibly. So I, I could see that like somebody would send them and say, listen, like, go, go, go watch out there. We want to do that. <laughs> yeah. But I do like the expansion. It's good to see a business expanding the research. You're not, a, you're not a critic. I'm not a critic. Not so whereas you'll be like that, I was a cynic before, so my tweets were short out, but I'm not. Well, we'll convert you. Completely a cynic. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I think the chicken. <laughs> I was. <laughs> it was nice. So, you know, I, I don't really know. Or maybe I just like to, you know, back an underdog. Or what was it? I went to be contrarian. So everybody was liking them and, and like, was it rumpling them and and now here I'm you know I'm just maybe in so bad. Give it time. Give like it time. One flash for five Give years. it time. Like um, <laughs> what was that tweet? When it's twenty forty nine and crumbs Labour Party win the government. <laughs> 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 exactly. Oh that's man. what you are flash for it. I where things going? You wouldn't be surprised to hear them in some sort of party donor or something like that. That's that kind of shit that you hear in some dystopian novel. That is like a snap from happening. That is like. 
Your mom, here. one day, I'm asking because like, imagine you just start there, you go home, nice, cute little bright shot. I know you colonize half the fucking islands. <laughs> true i didn't even think of it in that way but i remember he wanted you go home. right it was just that just that just a cute little crumb shot you go and you get your bakery stuff people talk about it yeah but no it's like all over soon then and put that little house in the hut out by she went there soon i got crumb saying on it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that girl come out don't hand paint it <laughs> <laughs> so yes Corey. so today i want to also talk about well, I want to touch on the wildcat strikes that have been going on in the hospitality industry. Mm-hmm. And I also want to talk about, again, that whole medical marijuana in Barbados and the Big Mike video and everything. Mm-hmm. With the wildcat strikes, so I think um, at the time of this recording now, there's probably about, what, 24 hours? So I would say that was 36. I know they got to be less. they got about 12 hours left now mm-hmm. that she gave the Attorney General to update her before the government made a position on what they should do with G4S. And I think, I escape, what was the wrong word? But I think obviously G4S is not being used as a skate. That's really the wrong word. G4S, gang, hang out to dry. So the government could say, this is an example of what we would do to the rest of one. Yes. So the rest of companies will fall in line. And it, it had to be somebody at some point. It's political mileage too. Because she looks strong. It's the same strong army you would have seen last year. Is. This time would be at Barbie's Light and Power. Right, she's excellent at putting pressure on people. Yeah. And you would watch a press conference, and if you watch it at service level, you wouldn't know, but she's speaking to the public, but in speaking to the public that this thing is going to happen, you will know what's going on behind the scenes, but the people who behind the scenes know where such and such is not the reality, but she is saying this thing is going to happen. Yeah. No scramble is to make it happen. So I don't want to draw the comparison, but it's like Trump. It's like Trump will tweet something. He says that in a press conference and all the handlers and A's and all that. I'll be like, what the fuck is this? You know, it's like, and then them no got scrambled to make what he said happen. Right. And it, it feels it must be similar to that because it's like, imagine you as a permanent secretary or somebody up watching that and be like, what the fuck? You know, it's like. Them so, but I more mean like the third parties, mm. like the G4S and, and, like, and, and people in know, the social partnership and, and them kind of different no situations. Scramble to get your lawyer to figure <coughs> out what, what is that she's say. talking about so, exactly. And she knows this. So, my thing is, like, you uh, you set the tone, set the tone, and I would then respond to what you guys I, say. Right. I find, I, I mean, it was an impressive boat of, as you say, political maneuvering. It, it was also like, I find, especially during the pandemic and after it, not after it, because we're still going through it, but during this pandemic, no, I find that whatever power you thought the government had, the government was like, oh, you thought I was here, but I'm really here. And it was like, it seems all sweeping, especially in these um, smaller democracies or smaller Caribbean democracies where the prime minister's reach is nearly supreme. You know, it's like, I, I... I could understand why as well she would hang out G4S to drive because it's like, all right, well, when they gave me too much trouble and obviously you getting strikes at where was it, Accra? There was somewhere else before that. Somebody else had a, um, I think Savannah joined with Accra. There's somebody before that, I can't remember, where these hospitals, and Hilton as well. Hospitalities workers coming out saying we have these problems. They, what is um, Barbados Beach Club. the Barbados Beach Club up on the West Coast? So you having these problems coming out and again, mileage national mileage and then the government looks sweet because they weren't saying anything i only have seen one video from i think colin jordan he's like he was labor right mm-hmm. and yes. yeah so it wasn't as 
you know, people want her to speak now because it's her. Always, people always want Prime Minister to speak. So it's like, it's even though so like exactly, even if Minister Labour come out and speak, it was like, it isn't as impressive as she coming out and saying, profile. exactly. I mean, but has she allowed them to have a profile? That's a separate and distinct conversation in and of itself. But, and I found that even with him calling Jordan, he wasn't as versed in her optics. So she's got the optics where it's like, even like the backgrounds and everything, the way the camera is set, the way the lighting is done, it's all, I'm, I was impressed because when it's compared to him just saying that in the office, it was like, you're missing the element here, you know, that she's got that, this kind of grandiosity. Oh, you mean the, um, the not the angle of the camera, but the, um, the scale. Yeah. How, how, much, how pando it is. Yeah, how pando, like, like you, were you capturing in the background and all that. It's like, all, like literally all the optics of it, not just her on camera speaking, that all of it. Mm. I guess the, the power, the office, the prestige, all of that. So you hear that word you're using, optics. You know that none of this is real to a certain degree, right? If you're talking and the conversation you're having is about optics and we're talking about Mia Motley. I look at Mia Motley, I, I find i still looking for that flaw. I always, my brain is way my brain works. My brain is always looking for flaws. So i always looking for it and I know you can find it. Just give it time. Just give it time. Point being that in terms of optics, you're talking about how the perception of the government is that it's here and now you're seeing it's up here. That's mm-hmm. the same optics because like who sets the parameters? If you know how to manip- manipulate optics in a smart way, you know how to, to pan the camera in a certain way, you, the viewer, not really thinking about that, but your impression is, oh, you know what? You don't realize it, but when you used to watch Frontal Street or when you used to watch Owen Arthur or whatever, it used to be one thing, and now it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's another thing. thing yeah. I'm just using a small example to give a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. So to me, with optics, is like always open-ended. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you thought, I feel Mia has figured out a lot of things mm-hmm. that previous leaders had not figured out in terms of how she can manipulate situations. So like we just said, you put the pressure on the other parties, you get up on a stage, you have a press conference, you're the prime minister, so when you speak, everybody will listen, meaning the whole island. And by so doing and by saying such and such is the case, you then put all the pressure on the other party, so it makes you that much more powerful. But that is like a space she's now created that maybe previous leaders did not. In addition to this, I know you're a man who surfs social media constantly. Have you ever had the privilege of seeing or experiencing via your vast um, network of contacts like how people in other islands perceive Mia Motley? Have you ever had the privilege of seeing people gush over about Mia gush. Motley and, and wanting to have a you prime minister saw, like this? And yeah, this is what you saw Jamaica like? clamoring for her. Jamaican Twitter was like up in arms over her saying, why can't we have a prime minister like this? We need a leader like this. Who does this? I saw it with Jamaica. I saw it with Guyana, where Guyana was like, um, I had a guy in his friend, he was like, Barbados ain't got shit, but they got me a motley, and that's what <laughs> we need. You know, I was like, bitch, you got that right? You know, I was like, <laughs> when I got the oil, but we got me, yeah. So it's like, and them like, well, fuck, you know, we strung up. Like, we can't do nothing because we have incompetent leaders. I've seen it from other little islands like that, same little islands, other places in the Caribbean saying, like, we would like a, a little like you me and Motley. Like, you know, yeah. people are going to watch this podcast and curse me saying, Can you get canceled? Exactly. It's an insane low islands, but it's the same sentiment. But it's that same kind of ideal as though she's this stateswoman, not just for Barbadians, but 
Caribbean people and that she sets this That's tone. Posturing and optics. All of it. She but she's so much better at it than um who's the one in Jamaica? Patterson, what his name is? Um Holness. Holness, there we go. You you better than but I um, thought he was Rowley. supposed to be a social media star. I thought you he was better a rock than star. Granger well, before whoever replaced Granger now, but I don't see Again, he got had sorry, seventy percent electoral turnout. He can't be that fantastic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um wait, Holness. Holness was so good at social media. Mm-hmm. Or rather, I would say is. I follow him on Twitter, like, and the way that Jamaicans are tuned into Twitter, and he caught that. He rode that wave, and he was like, even before elections, he had a like, bro God, wholeness, or bro God as he Twitter name, and people was freaking out. It was a lot of little shenanigans and, and foolishness, but. All that is, is that is optics. And you know who we got all, you know who we got to thank for almost all of this? Who's this friend up? Owen Arthur. Really? God bless his soul. Yeah, because them years that Mia was in the back, the back when when come back and put her to the back, I convinced only benefited her because the way I look at her and I see her brain work, mm-hmm. from what I can tell, mm-hmm. <coughs> she studied the Beijing electorate. She studied people. She paid attention to things well, that were being said, attention. how people respond to them, and she, she fashioned in her head. When her time comes and I'm leader, I'm going to do this, that, next. So she had strategies, plans, ideas. And then she also has this ability that I think, obviously, now you see playing out locally and, and the same way we're here talking about regionally mm-hmm. and, and the response that she gets. She figured out how to talk to people. She figured out how to... Well, I was listening to the press conference this morning and she, she changed. She said something and then she said to put it bluntly, but she still used words that average person might think of as big but mm. something that i remember about the 2018 campaign was that it, it somebody said it managed to make them feel intellectual even if they weren't weren't intellectual so oh. mia motley is somebody who has figured out how to quote unquote speak to the common man mm-hmm. but still talk at a level that is impressive or whatever makes her make you feel like she's talking to you in your living room or via your phone or whatever mm-hmm. she mastered that and I feel all of that came from that when Arthur time back in power, when she was able to sit down and study herself, make herself more centrist in terms of the way that she appealed to the electorate, now to come along and own half or more of the brand that should be the DLPs. All that, is, all that I think, is, is, is Mia Motley's time in the back. In the back. I can't say in the wilderness, just in the back. You know, it's like, yeah, I just step so down from forced to step down from party leader even with the same people that you are now party leader above but and it's like it, in as much as it was a loss it was also a game you know what's, what's he saying you lose the battle to win the war mm-hmm. and i feel like it was like that it's like because i remember around that time she didn't kick out the first you know it's like by people underneath me gone and gone to the governor general asked for Owen to replace me i get replaced it was like i get replaced and at my time, you know, right. I step back in the back and I call out Wally. She ain't kick I, up. She I don't scream. think she would have been this leader if she had just continued. She would have won the 2013 election. Okay. I don't think she would have been. This she leader. wouldn't have she been. She would have certainly never seen this 30 nothing. No, no, never ever. It would probably be the and same. And the perception be completely 20, different. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 2015, 18 numbers that the BLP were had and you had a strong opposition. But so, <laughs> ironic enough, it's like what you yes. had mentioned earlier that. Um, when you think when made her stronger in death. exactly <laughs> you think a situation is over and you know like you have a show you have a, a antagonist and 
season goes on, then you get hit any season and everything is nicely wrapped up, but then situations close and then you see in the afterwards, was it not is the prologue epilogue mm-hmm. that you see and that things are popping up that you didn't quite expect. And it's like <laughs> that, that happened to me, you know, it's like if you had been here, this would have happened. But since you got your kind of kick further along the road, yes. now you have 30C role, you have a far wider people got you up for like three terms now. You don't have any inclination to install term limits on yourself. I suppose if you got time, when you got time, the DLP too, because the hand that turned. The hand that, because what you said just now earlier um, about how we get into politics, you're not supposed to be here. Yeah. But <laughs> what you said before about me making people feel intellectual in that. You have Frondel who was constantly speaking down to people. What yes. he was saying was he sound. Exactly. He was intellectual. He used all the big words. What he was saying was correct. But people are coming up and telling you, I cannot understand what you're saying. Your language is too Same intellectual. Same for your dictionary. Constantly. And it, it, it felt like he was up in the ivory tower on a stage speaking down to people. Always. She feels as though she has the mic in her hand and is getting down to the crowd. Yeah. Or not even that, to just talk to you face to face and maybe... The mic to reach the people in the back who can't see you. But he was always felt like away from you, removed. So she has that humanity, that um, connection that she has with people. Right. And the Dems did her a favor by yeah, in 2013. But, yeah. By because doing all that from Dallas. He would be prime minister. The Lord knows when she would see leadership. Anyhow, you didn't want to get into politics. What is happening now, Luke? What is happening right? in I, Barbados? I, I mean, I try and look at Barbados' big picture because the way these wildcat strikes are going, this is essentially what we thought was going to happen with COVID, right, right. with the impacts on tourism. I mean, and, and it's, it creates a very unstable it situation politically. Say anything, Jeremy Luckily, was saying that. they got such a cushion to sit down on. Like, I still feel that. I still feel the woman. I said, I said on Sunday on another show, um, Just Politics or Worldview, shout out to them. Um, that to me she's she has her armor armor is impenetrable right now, and people got upset about me saying that. But at the end, people got upset. Very, very, very <laughs> upset. But I mean, get him. Mia, Mia is like to me the equivalent of rap beef. You don't you don't beef with the person who's hot. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because that can't end well for you because the majority is on the side of the person who's hot. Who's hot? So, so there's like, no point in attacking her right now. But point being. This isn't really her being attacked by political enemies. This is her being set upon by various situations that are ongoing that you don't see coming. It's about how you're going to manage them. But having said all of this, it all is going to boil back to economic issues um, and who are the primary players in terms of who would present an alternative to the government that is in power now. The DLP, who just came out of a 10-year period of managing the economy, very it's badly, exactly. so they cannot appear to be conversant do that. Exactly. <laughs> on issues regarding you, the economy. You, you're going to turn to solutions. What Granville was because he stepped down now. Done. What, like, oh, that who, done. Who you it back to DLP and yeah, well, exactly. I don't know that ever wasn't DLP and, and the other one, the Orange Party, NDP, UPP was UPP. There was we go. Orange or they were purple. Orange. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't know exactly. I know, right? <laughs> Even them, they they because they ran in the last in the by election. Yes, or they did. Yes, they mounted the campaign. As did the PDP, and, and you see now that the PDP is going nowhere. Nowhere. Anyhow, you didn't but want to exactly. talk about politics. I'm talking did, about the strikes. I'm talking yes, about the state of the Barbados. <laughs> I'm talking about is December 2020. Uh, we're talking about vaccines now, but none of us knows where COVID is going to go it's next gonna year. It's going to go, right. Wait, he's a Basadi man. This is nothing to do with Basadi, but 
2021 crop over. That is it. Is, that it, is it happening not, or? I so is what we're being led to believe that is going to happen. This is what we what think it, is gonna happen. I think it's going to happen. What people are saying, Trinidad Carnival is out. They're saying Jamaica Carnival is also going to be out, even though it's still on the cards for now. So the next major carnival you will have now will be crop over because... I think St. Lucia's before rub up on one another. That's it. People so go and breathe up in with one another face. With vaccine now, I don't even know how we get on this road. With the vaccine now, <laughs> you exactly, <laughs> with the vaccine now, you have a chance. Now that that could really happen. But who says that by May, June, July, that everybody, let's say even all the Bajans are going to get the vaccine. And then you still have to deal with people who want to come in the island, who are going to have the, all that there. And once there is COVID anywhere, there's COVID everywhere. Everywhere. Like, so you just need one body. One body, 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 body coming body. here. And super, I assume and super spread. Because any crop over event will be a super spread. I remember yes. I, was, I was in Carnival this year <coughs> at Trinidad. And I, when I had come back from England. And when it came through Granny Adams, there were, it was a big line. We couldn't figure out what was going on. They had these things set up. They were scanning. They had somebody with a temperature gun scanning. This was early COVID? This was early. This was um this would have been February this year. Oh sorry. This February this year, before anything ever happened, they had the guns down there. They had changed the immigration machine to ask if you had been in like China or anywhere else in the last six months. And if you were, they were pulling you one side and making you sit down away and going through this second screen and all that. When did I try to dance? How you mean that? How you know so good? <laughs> but I figured that they would show up, the stamp would show up in your passport anyway. Mm-hmm. So, but when they went to Trinidad, there was none of that. None of that. None, none, none. You just mm-hmm. got the same old regular unmanly ass immigration officer. <laughs> so, but I was remembered being in at Carnival and thinking if one person, because that's what they had suspected, that somebody would have, breached and come through with COVID from one of the countries. Cause I meet people in Australia at Trinidad Carnival, people from Australia and Trinidad Carnival. So if somebody had gone down there at one of those events, they would have be a rat or real people would have died. So it was only by the grace of God mm-hmm. that, you know, cause and that's the same thing for Carnival 2021 as you were saying. If one person gets in, any of those events will become a super spread event. And you can't say, you get at the beginning event, you go home and you get sick. Three days has passed, and then you then go on to five different fights. Families and families, people. Then, then that would be the greatest calamity. Mates. Exactly. Every fucking body. No. When you went to the supermarket, when you went to the gas station, when you stopped somewhere for food afterwards, you went online with somebody, <laughs> you went to a bar afterwards. So it's like, I can understand. So it's like, you will got Ministry of Tourism here poised to make. Because that would be a year out of this world. Because crop over would be like, I sure everybody, all them entertainers, everybody poised on that tip. Waiting for crop over 2021 this time because this will be a win for a year. At the other hand, you got Ministry of Health and them here, like, what the fuck? Because if this does come here, like, everything will be shot to hell. Nightmare, even the world. And they were exactly the hospital will be swamped, the isolation centers will be swamped, it will be destroyed. So, because. Thousands of people were there, so it's like that's you have such a, and then in the middle you got me and Motley trying to figure out which direction do I go in. She'll figure out. Don't She'll figure it out. Any right people. She'll figure it out. Our meal will get it done, you know. Yeah, and all the islands will look on and and scoff. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's that's it. So that's I can understand why people will be excited and fearful. But I figure once you have the vaccine, you install a rule that 
nobody can come to Ireland unless you have the vaccine. One hopes. One hopes. It depends on how quickly up they can ramp production. Cause America got 300, 400 million people. I hope that in five, 10 years from now, the vaccine again, people cancer. Or All right, then, so. right. Um, as I saw on <coughs> an article today, the vaccine gave, there were trials. It was it the trial? No, it was the vaccine. Gave people this thing where their faces, it looked they had a stroke. It mean was faces thing. No, I forget what it was called. Thing, it, thing, it, condition. It it the face. Sorry, I, I didn't look at the tweet, but I was, I thought it was a gaffe, and I went down in the comments, and I was like, no, this is real. And they were like, <laughs> Listing out like the vaccine information, the website, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Bitch, what?" You know, it's like, and but they were saying, "Oh, but this is not seen as a major complication, and people have had allergic reaction, yada yada yada." But this is just version one of the vaccine, so maybe by June, July next year, you get version three. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more stable, you know. It's people could come down it's here. It's still so mad. It's so mad. It's still so and mad. that's a real short space of time that everybody has vaccine the vaccine to get down here the vaccine to be spread in a large number overseas because you want people coming in here for the foreign exchange i don't yeah, exactly foreign exchange. i don't feel that anybody from those who manage the economy back down wants to have a conversation about if we can't have crop over two straight years no you can't you can imagine that yeah already people don't hold in licks the hotels are already struggling to hold yes. on so you're looking forward to something you've got a mix and happen same looking to the same me and motley yeah so it's like even though we what six months old, crop over starting like May, it's June is it's, it's a real as a hard pull, as a and I can kind of come around like that because yes. like nothing before so. You know, look, legalize it. I know, right? That <laughs> we should really move on to that. I I just wanted to touch my last point on this wildcat strike thing is that. I always wonder how it is that these hoteliers, these hotel brands, these other big brands are allowed to um, maneuver in such a way that they don't have, they're able to fob off their responsibilities on the government, the NIS. I like how is that has been that been a standard from before? And then I think also too that this entire situation also points to the death of labor and the labor union movement because it's like, what are the labor union going to do after the, the you can strike? Yeah. You're gonna strike for what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> people don't got the fucking money. work. Yeah. Exactly. And the people didn't say they got the money. What you, what you gonna strike and do? You can call down a strike and shut down the whole island for one company. And then they'll they be striking last year when they, they first bought yeah, that exactly. table. So, um, but uh, you you give me a, you send me a voice note off, off air about this and and whether the country the companies don't plan for this right. sort of eventuality. But look, he's a cynic. Like I was like, who's this for my phone? Like, <laughs> who is should this person? Who's this idealist? Have think six like a capitalist. In the and think you know. like a capitalist. You thinking like you? You thinking like a citizen? Think like a capitalist. You got friends who are in management in Barbados. You got friends who are business people. How do these people think? How do they? What are the conversations they have with you about how their companies work, as opposed to how they should work? You get hired as a marketing executive at a company thinking that you can create a five-year plan for this company. And then you realize, you quickly realize that your company is only ever running behind this, running behind that, and all these different strands trying to create profits because it's capitalism-driven. It's exactly. the, the conversation in Barbados is going to be about bottom line, short-term, short-term goals, foot traffic, all them kind of things. Nobody ain't thinking about creating a six-month windfall so that if something, an eventuality, a, an act of God, like COVID happens, that you can be able to safeguard the interests of workers or 
Let me care about that and just care about the bottom line. How can we maximize profits? They don't plan so that it's like, way. How can we cut? You know, how can we, like, well, what G4S do? You got a security officer that says $8 an hour. But you got a security, what is it? Executive? Some fuck. Security. Security steward. steward. Security officer. And you do that $7 an hour. Yeah. That's, uh, that's also what this is. It was so what listening so to it. And I was like, like to Wait, get fuck. that bring to light at the national level, I would have screamed and God bless him. I shouldn't have used one of them. People know you're getting seven dollars and forty seven cents. So I went like in management, that's things that people yeah. want to kill you for, of course. Yes. Imagine you know you get a, a steward and you ain't know that you're getting robbed, and then man, you're hearing that management get um, they're stuck with promotions. That time, but I, I am assuming that they have their reasons. But my bigger thing is conversation that we're having about local business and the way that they don't behave towards their workers i just think covid like nobody see it coming nobody in know what it's going to develop into it affects people in myriad ways in myriad situations and in the case of barbados and the workers and all these things that come into light now i just think we're seeing how things work yeah. which is why to a certain degree watch me as press conference like because I feel like a lot of the things she was talking about and supposedly bringing it to light for the public, I feel these are things that the government got damn well know. True. But where are we having a conversation about um, going to our lawyer, lawyer to get legal advice on blah, blah, blah. I feel like that's something that she yeah, got know. I thought so too. I was like, this ought to be standard. The attorney general or whoever he is or whatever would have done had to brief you about this. Somebody must have had the foresight to say, well, what is our legal position? What ammunition do we have? What can we do? I, I'm not going to put out to your viewers that me and you that this G4S thing was going on and get cancelled. Like, All right, then you can't. Me and supporters, right, both in Barbados and beyond. But I am going to say that I believe that politicians and our leader, by example, know these types of business practices that exist. Maybe not specific companies, but I feel that they know that this is how companies will posture themselves when they feel as though they can get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe so. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> you still want to talk about legalizing? Yeah, no. Let's save that for another, another show. Yeah. I think you got time. You got time? In terms... No, no, not time. No, your time. I think you got time in the future. Yes, absolutely. So I want to thank you very much, Corey, for joining us today. Thanks for having me, as always. <laughs>